podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're pleased to announce that this season the Spurs show is sponsored by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. Green King Sport venues are showing every single televised Spurs fixture over the 23-24 season. And with more than 900 sports pubs across the UK, it doesn't matter whether you're based in Tottenham or Tyneside. You can catch every single minute of the action. Keep an eye out during the season for events, offers, content and competitions that put you closer to the action. Welcome to the Spurs Show. I'm Mike Lee. If you're one of our new listeners, we're the longest-running Tottenham Hotspur podcast now in our 17th season. We tend to invite writers of the beautiful game, along with showbiz fans, many ex-players, and tonight, many long-suffering fans who follow the team home and away for many years, so we can give a bit of a historical context to the ups and downs of supporting our beloved Lily Whites. And lifelong Spurs fans, join me tonight. Darren Rockman was a non-executive director in the early days of Enix and knows the mindset of Daniel Levy very well. And Robert Eason is a UEFA coach currently working in Saudi Arabia. And both have watched our club well over a thousand times each home and away. Previous shows, they've had some massive disagreements. Uh, and pretty much as a microcosm of the often fractured relationship between Spurs fans. Largely cited in the past as your are you pro or anti-Levy? A simplistic term given in fairness on social media fan groups. All Spurs fans want success, success and lots of great football and trophies, but what is the real cost of that? Do you just throw money at the team or is there another way to achieve success? This week has been the usual concerns of the international break and again we get an injury, but hopefully the severity of the one that Christian Romero has sustained is pretty minor. James Madison has played out of his best position by Gareth Southgate, but it was two old Spurs boys who got the equaliser with Kane supplying Kyle Walker. Tonight, we'll look ahead to our clash at the weekend with Sheffield United, discuss the tactics of Ange Postecoglou and chatting about the wider ambitions of our owners Enoch, with a backdrop of rumours that the Manchester United club sellers off as their owners deem £5 billion not enough to sell. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, Darren. Uh, good, good evening. evening. Is, is, is Darren still Jose Mourinho's PR agent, or is he... You, you're still Conte in, are you? <laughs> Here we go. We've barely started and it's started already. Gentlemen, let's start. Uh, obviously, this week, and as we record this, it's still the international break. Uh, obviously, we've had the Romero uh, injury scare, which we always get always one injury, or certainly injury scare during this time. We've had the scenes of Richarlison crying coming off from Brazil, desperate to do well this season. Uh, and then we've had this weird kind of social media spat. Harry Kane, I thought, gave a pretty open interview in, in Germany. A lot of Spurs fans have jumped on him and called him a turncoat. How daring to say that uh, Bayern Munich maybe is a bit more of a professional club who expect wins more than Tottenham Hotspur. Robert, uh, how, how are you doing? Tell, tell the listeners what you're doing in Saudi Arabia to start with. Well, as you know, um, there's a, a lot of uh, interest over here now um, with uh, players coming over left, right and centre, all getting paid huge money. So very surprised Harry didn't come here, if I'm honest. Really? Um, it, well, well, the type know. of money yeah. on offer. I mean, it's... Uh, and the type of players that are coming. I mean, you know, there's top, top Premier League players coming. It's not just players at the end of their career. I mean, you mm. know, there's players at their peak. And, um, mm. uh, I'm, of course, it's... it's um, 
money is going to draw that kind of um, attention. Um, but having been here now for a few weeks, I can tell you it's a serious operation. I mean, the football is serious here. It's uh, the stadiums are being built, the um, infrastructure is there, and um, and ultimately, you know, they're looking to now build grassroots football, and um, it will be here for a very long time. Well, you say grassroots football, though, but I don't, don't know how 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 big is is. Saudi football. Is there lots of kids playing football over there? Yeah, there's a lot of kids playing football at a low level. I mean, you know, that that, that part of their uh, infrastructure has not yet happened. And this is why people like myself are being asked to come over. You know, as you know, I had a lot of success in America with it. Um, and actually feels a little bit like um, the start of the MLS, you know, when, when that became uh, popular. So ultimately here... Um, they're going to, it's, it's a region rich with a lot of sports activity. I mean, they're looking to draw a lot of attention. They want boxing here. They want Formula One here. They want football here. Um, and you can't just keep buying your way out of it, although the Saudis probably could. Um, <laughs> they are seriously looking at trying to now bring in, you know, younger players and develop under 23 squads and academies and stuff like that. So, and women's football, of course, you know, yes. so, yeah. which over here is, it's, you know, again, it's a brand new, brand new format. Mm. Moving on to Tottenham, Darren, you, you were leads at the top about Conte and all that. Uh, what are your uh, current feelings uh, about the new coach and and the way we've started playing? You must be delighted now with uh, the, the well, start changing. Great. It's great because we're going forward. I think, yeah. joking aside, we've had ever since Pochettino yet left. We've had a few years of pretty turgid football, and we didn't even couple that by winning anything which might have made it slightly bearable. I mean, I have to say there were points of last season. I now take my nine-year-old to every game. He loves it, loves it, loves it. And I remember one particular game, we are playing Crystal Palace, and with 20 minutes to go, he said, Dad, this is so boring, and he wanted to go. And that's what Tottenham were becoming. So, so far, so good. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes in football, it's better to be lucky than good. And I don't, I don't think even the... Uh, a staunchest um, supporter of the board of directors could honestly say that uh, Ange Postacoglia was Tottenham's first choice. But so far, so good. And from what I hear around the club, he's great around the club. The players like him. Um, the acid test will probably come in two of our next three games, to be quite honest with you. And then we'll see. You know, you know what Spurs fans are like. One minute, he's the greatest manager in the world. And the next three games, he could be in the Christmas edition of Neighbours. So, you know, anything could happen. <laughs> well, don't hold your breath, of course. I mean, we're already out of the League Cup. Dread a disaster, in my eyes. Um, I have to, yeah. Not often I agree with you, Robert. I agree with you. I mean, you know, it's it, he's beaten Bournemouth, he's beaten Burnley. Let's not get overexcited. I mean, it's... it's um, Look, as much as I'm, I mean, I don't know what your son's done so wrong for you to be taking him every week. I mean, <laughs> the poor lad. I mean, honestly, come on, Darren. I mean, uh, my my father did it to me. Look how I turned out a wreck. I mean, you know, it's it's. Listen, I well, hope the start of football, Rob. Okay, the style of football, the style of football, of football and 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 from, of course, from where is, we were. I mean, it's, it wasn't yeah, but, just but where we uh, were, he's got to tweak it here and but there. Where we were was Champions League football. The yes. first year Conte came. Conte yeah. came and we were in the Champions League, okay? Mm. I don't know where everyone thinks it was such a disaster. We were in the Champions League, top four, okay? Which is like you win. In this, in this day and age, it's like you win something, okay? In fact, if they gave you a trophy in the top four, we'd be, we'd be winning a lot of trophies. Um, 
And the second season, of course, he never got to finish it. Had he have stayed, possibly could have nicked a top four. All right? We weren't a million miles away when he left. But unfortunately, it went completely south. Listen, I'm with Darren on it. I mean, I've, I've brought my own children to Spurs. And, you know, you want to go with a good atmosphere and a good, exciting things. There's nothing better than to take your son to football and, and to, for him to come away excited and, and enjoying it. Um, but this is early days. I mean, the football's better, but results are out of the League Cup. And um, it looks like a very good first eleven. But mm. maybe once you start bringing in the Sanchez's and et cetera and start... Yeah, well, obviously up. he's gone now, Sanchez, but I know what you mean. Well, yeah, I mean, you know... Yeah, get... that, that ilk. David, what, you said what you're hearing around the ground. What are you hearing? Obviously, the other area that, again, has been neglected and there's been a bit of a cock-up was this Scott Munn, who now, we believe, is starting his work after the international break. Uh, no football, di- uh, no director of football as well, presuming that's Scott Munn's first job. Uh, it sounds like to us Spurs fans, it's sort of Daniel Levy back in the helm again, doing the transfer deals, uh, trying to shift players. Obviously, Sanchez is gone and Dembele has gone again on loan. Uh, what are you hearing on that side of things at the moment? I'm not, to be quite sure, I'm not really hearing that much. I'm just hearing that the atmosphere around the club, around the training ground, is completely, completely opposite to how it was in that final season under Conte. And, you know, a lot of what Conte said in his interview, that now infamous interview, is probably right. The only one person Conte never, ever blamed for anything was himself. And and the only thing I will tell you is in all the years as a Spurs fan, that was the worst football I have ever seen. Wow, you've been going a long time. It's, and that uh, includes it, Robbie Williams. That includes Robbie Williams, mate. Christian Gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, we've got uh, go, go back to the games coming up, Rob. Obviously, we've got this weekend Sheffield United, uh, who um, I think they've nicked a couple of points here and there at the moment. One of those sort of teams that we kind of in the past kind of struggled against. You know, they're going to put men behind the ball, try and break us down. Um, but what, what have you seen about this style of football? I mean, I, you know, I mentioned before that it's not like his tweets. There's been massive changes there. You've been you've been very excited about the sort of inverted fullbacks bombing in, haven't you? Well, it's movement. I think that's what Darren's probably alluding to. I mean, it's sta- it was a bit stagnant under yeah, under it was. Console, wasn't it? You know, it was bodies they had not their positions. Allowed to go out. That was it. Yeah, not allowed to make runs forward, and you know, keeping defensively. Uh, compact, whereas this is allowing fullbacks to kind of Guardiola style, you know, move into different positions, midfield areas like Sinchenko gets into midfield areas for Arsenal. Um, I mean, they're creating more space and, and, and there is more movement up front and it's, and it's, that's more pleasant on the eye and more difficult to defend. Of course, you know, mm. uh, the bottom line is though, is that the football isn't, um, there is no kind of new, um, yeah, success uh, formula. You know, yeah. it's 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 been pretty much tried and tested. You start running out of position, and you start creating space and making runs. If the ball breaks down, you're now defensively weak. And one thing I've noticed is that we are creating more chances. We're scoring lots of goals. We're ma- we're we're creating more space. But but teams are getting to our goal quite easily. I mean, yeah. I thought you did when yeah. we lost. We won two nil. Got to our goal in the first half about. Mm. A, Eight, nine, twenty. Yeah, no. yeah. it's got a little bit better. I think you're absolutely right. I did, I did see that as well. 
Uh, and I'm look, 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 the guy's barely been there. He's coming again. He doesn't know anyone. He's at a transfer window. Big, big Tottenham players have gone. Big Tottenham players are now pretty much look like not going to play again for Tottenham. New players have come in. And what's been interesting, Darren, is, is with, with the players coming in, James Madison being the prime example, they've clicked and clicked immediately. I mean, you know, we've, we all remember great Tottenham players over the years, Darren, who take a while to bed in. Madison looks like a typical Tottenham player and it looks like he's clicked very early, isn't he? Yeah, well, it's not, you know, sometimes these managers try and make things so complicated. Mm. James Madison is playing in his right position. Look at Eve Pesuma, that God knows where Conte was trying to play him, in his right position. Gareth Southgate seeks James Madison in the wrong position for England, and he has a stinker. I don't understand why they have, it's almost like they have to justify themselves by trying to be too clever sometimes. Play mm. the right players in the right position, and I agree with Robert, unfortunately, in that Carabao Cup. Play your best 11 players. You, he, when he comes out and says in an interview, I wanted to see some of the players. Well, mate, I've watched him for two years. And anybody who unfortunately lets a player with very little confidence like Daniel Davis and Sanchez take a penalty, nine out of ten Spurs fans would tell you he was going to miss that. So yeah. I don't, I think it's great. I think the football's better. He's playing players in the right position, which is what you should do. Um, listen, Made a mistake with the Carabao Cup. I mean, you know, if we'd have won on penalties, it wouldn't have been a mistake. But mm. at the end of the day, we didn't, so it was. Yeah, I mean, Rob, you, 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 obviously we got United, but and as Darren alluded to, we've got the test. I think it's, I think it's Man City and Arsenal the next two games. Liverpool. Is that right? Oh, Liverpool, beg Liverpool. Pardon. Liverpool and Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal away, always a tough place anyway. You know they're going to come at us. It's that's going to be a very fascinating game now the way we play. Yeah, it looks like it, at this point it'll be a bit of a shootout. Um, I don't think he's under too much pressure with, with that. I, I mean, I think actually this weekend he's probably under a bit more pressure because this is a game that we're expected to win and we we have to win because if we don't, then then those Arsenal-Liverpool games become more and more an, of an issue. So you go and pick up the three points against Sheffield United, we're rooted in the top four. And if you, you know, if Arsenal were to get a result, whatever, it's not the end of the world, you know. I mean, they want they're in, you know, one of the best sides in the league. So it's it's um it's less pressure. In which I think if he wins this weekend, then he gets a kind of free roll of the dice against Arsenal. He can afford to be a little bit more flamboyant and see what happens. And and um, Liverpool at home is a is another set of circumstances away down the road. I think we'll talk about that nearer the time. I think yeah, yeah, you yeah. can think about Liverpool right now. Um, Albeit there could be, they could be a little bit inconsistent themselves at times. So we, we'll, we'll see. But the one thing I'll say is going back to your keeping it simple. Darren uh, was talking about was you know if you look at those great teams, Brian Clough and and Ferguson and you know it really uh, and even like the Bob Paisley days in Liverpool and stuff. It, it, those great teams did keep it quite simple. I mean you know they, they were obviously limited with the squads they had and and players. You know the the formations were were fairly consistent. I think like all this rotation thing in football, I don't think it's ever worked for Spurs, has it? I mean, it's you know I think if I, if we keep a solid team playing every week, um, I I prefer to see that. Um, and obviously, um, alluded to what Darren said, all those great teams. You know, you read about the history of them and 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 how things worked. And the tea lady was happy. The kit man was happy. Um, the the dressing room was happy. The training ground was happy. So I do think at the moment, um, for me, the 
I, can't, I, I don't want to be a grouch, but listen, I am. So the jury's <laughs> out until we start playing some serious opposition. I know Man United are a good side, but it seems like a few people can beat them at the moment. And um, I think the next period's going to tell us a lot more. Yeah, I mean, most 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 level-headed fans, most pundits and coaches would go, you look at your first 10 games, then you assess after 10 games. Let's go to a very, very quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk... More about the squad, uh, if we think Enoch are doing enough. They've obviously had a lot of criticism uh, recently with hiking uh, ticket prices and maybe not adding that centre-back that we wanted. Back in two minutes. And we're back from the break. Don't forget for premium content, including a daily news show, ex-player interviews, original documentary series on Spurs, go to patreon.com slash Spurs show and support our show in the process. Uh, we've got some brand new Spurs show merchandise, brand new t-shirt designs. There's a new sort of Aussie one with a kangaroo instead of the cockerel, the ball. Lots of ones there. The link is in the description to the podcast. Click there. Look at our wonderful t-shirts. Our monthly London live shows return this month. Wednesday, September the 27th. Gary Mabbott joins us. Uh, all you have to do to get a season ticket, which I think is like a tenner a month, you and a mate get into every single monthly event, go to season.spurshow.net and also uh, look at the link in the description. We've got a handful of just uh, tickets just for that event only. So go and check them out. We've got Martin Lipton as well with his game map, but obviously, boy, that man knows Tottenham. Still ambassador at the club. And finally, follow us on our social media, Facebook page, X and Instagram. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please just tap in and leave us a nice review. That always helps. Uh, Darren, you talked about the atmosphere being better and obviously you've obviously worked uh, with and around Enoch uh, and know them all for for very well. Were you kind of a bit surprised when they froze season ticket prices but then bumped up match day tickets? And were you surprised in this pre-season that again, more players maybe weren't moved out and maybe a couple more people came in before the end of the transfer window? I don't know. The cynical side of me might think that they bowed to fan pressure by not increasing season ticket prices. Right. They, incre- they increased the prices of um, the premium seats because those right. renewals went out early. They go out early. And I think they may, but I think it was getting to the stage that that could have been the final straw. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But that, that was my view on it. Uh, match day ticket prices, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's it's getting into the stage now where the vast majority of people have to think about, you know, we're fortunate. Well, we're not fortunate. We've only got 38 games this season. So it's not like fans are going to be having to pay for 25 or 30 home games. But it's getting to the stage now that you're, you're starting to price out your average fan. You know, I more, I more you than your average fan. I think say more than your average fan. Yeah. But, you know, you, t- you talk about you've got kids who want um, Spurs kits. Yeah. You know, nothing is cheap. Even for you or I to go and buy a home shirt. I, I mean, I haven't bought one, but whatever. But I think they're about 120 quid, aren't mm. they? Yeah, around that mark, around that mark. It's uh, I think the kids are like sort of 75 quid. I mean, I, I looked up because uh, I, I don't think I'm going to the Liverpool game. And I've got a mate who wanted to go. And he said, how much the tickets? I looked up at the season ticket. I said, as a category, would I sit? It's 90 each. And I'm like, what, 180 quid for tickets? I said, yeah, <laughs> that's what it cost. I mean, I'm sure the seats on the halfway line, are, uh, season tickets are even more there. Uh, what, what's, I'm, I'm not so sure it's a, a thing about things going up because 
obviously that's life. I mean, you know, things are going up, prices are going up everywhere on everything, but it's, it's that we're actually getting less for our money. I mean, Darren will tell you. Um, in, in the, Darren, do you remember in, when we started in that lounge, the desserts were something you got out of, you know, Egon Rone. I mean, it was, it was like coming out of Nobu. I mean, it was, you know, now you get a cookie, like a Starbucks cookie. I mean, it's... Um, I know a lot of fans are going to be saying, well, you know... <laughs> you're lucky to even get that, but you know it's, they, they cost a lot of money, and 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 uh, and obviously we're getting less football. You know, there's no European football this year. Um, mm. You know, as, as as well as the lack of success. As that, you, was that included? So when you have a premium one, that includes all games, including the European games. Uh, yes. Yeah. Every right. every first team game. Yeah. Wow. But you and know, still we have no carling, we have no Carabao Cup this year, and we have no European games. So mm. now that. The value of that has has become far less. So, so they're so they're saving a lot on food on quite a few games and staffing. Yes, uh, so they're saving a lot of money. Bizarre. Yeah. I know. And I know they're losing out on the match receipts. But uh, yeah, know. we actually know. I'm 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 in that industry as well. I mean, the bottom line is since COVID, mm. you know, there has been an enormous surge and boost and burst in people wanting to be at live events. Obviously, right. being yeah. you know yeah. um, being shut off uh, shut away for so long. So clubs are. In fact, I'm going to give you an interesting thing here. We looked at a box um, for Tottenham this season and a box for Arsenal. And mm. Arsenal had two boxes available and Spurs had nothing. Right. And, and, and Arsenal are in the Champions League. They're, they could nearly all, you know, they were mm. going for the title last year. You know, they're on the up and up. And, and yet Spurs was, um, you know, it was, they're not just reliant on, on, on Spurs. You know, they've got mm. the NFL. They've got uh, Beyonce this last mm. uh, summer, uh, this summer. Um, you know, the other concerts, they've got the F1 thing downstairs. Mm. I mean, there's more to Spurs now. So it it, it kind of means that, being part of this means that you're part of a bigger, it's a bigger project, as yeah. we know. But if you're just a Spurs fan, you don't like NFL. I mean, I like NFL. I like mm. concerts. So, mm. me, there's a lot of value being around this stadium, you know. Yeah. You're just a Spurs fan who wants to take his son and, and whatever. It's, it's or daughter. You know, it's, it's, um, it, it can become like you're getting less for your money, for your buck. Yeah. Darren, what, what do you think though about, uh, uh, the, the improvements. Obviously, Van Event's come in. It was a decent uh, transfer window. Uh, a lot of fans kind of thought another centre-back would short. There was talk the whole time we let two centre-backs, we get two centre-backs. We didn't. Uh, Kane, well, certainly not replaced like for like. Obviously, Johnson's coming from Forest, who's another kind of, can play anywhere along the top. What was your feelings? Did you think the, this manager was given enough initially? Well, I think, I think actually... The players that are starting to develop are the ones that the um, recently deposed sporting director did quite well on. Uji, the fullback, looks like a great player. Basuma looks like a good player. One thing that is so vitally important in the Premier League is pace, which we were seriously lacking. Um, Brendan Johnson, you see, I'm not 100% convinced by one certain player who I think had a good six months under Conte. And I'm not, I'm not yet convinced by Dejan Kulisevsky. So I think maybe Johnson's might play in that position. But pace is important, you know, so important. And I think we've got that now, whereas the past two or three seasons, we didn't really have a lot of pace. Yeah, I haven't seen enough of a Mickey Van event. All I know mm-hmm. is he's our second top scorer with two own goals, isn't he? <laughs> well, Kulisevsky's young, as we know. 23 or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I mean... 
I, personally, I like him. He, he's frightening um, to defend against. I mean, he's, mm. he commits you. He, he, yeah, he goes inside, he comes outside. At you. I just think if you're going to sign the, the, the England's best striker, you know, the best striker in our history, there has to be some kind of an effort to bring in someone of some kind of, you know, prestige, isn't there? I mean, it looks to me like sold our best player in our history, or, you know, goal score. Um, and now we're trying to shuffle the pack a bit and see if we can kind of fill in the holes. I mean, it's a bit Tottenham-y. It's a bit Spursy, isn't it? I mean, come on. you've re- going, Kane's gone. Like, okay, the windows, tra- the transfer window's gone. Are we looking at Tony or someone, the next England striker? Are we looking at someone? Well, he's, ba- he's banned till January, isn't he? Well, January but, window. Uh, yeah, January yeah, window. Yeah. And are we going in for Tony? I mean, are we looking at a top striker from Europe? I mean, are, are we looking to get those 20, 30 goals secure? Or are we saying, Son will probably do it? Well, this is it. I, this is exactly right. I think now Son's got that chance down the middle now. To, to I, I've heard that Tony could be coming in January. Uh, but again, well, knowing what, Tottenham, I, they're going to see what the players are doing now. Well, we'll never bet on it. good enough. <laughs> well, no, but I'll tell, no, exactly. And I'll tell you one thing. The time to buy Ivan Tony was in this transfer window at Correct. a reduced price. Because what will happen in January is if one of the big four clubs have an injury or aren't doing well, they will pay more money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just it. Because the strike is the hardest one to buy. Now, mm-hmm. the argument might be, We've now got three players who can score the goals rather than just one. Maybe. I don't know. But personally, if you're going to go for Ivan Tony and you're not in the Champions League, then why not do a deal? Why not do a deal now? Show your faith in the fella. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, and also, you know, I know that they've got hope this, this, this uh, Phillips from Blackburn, who's a sort of 19 year old centre back, but with Romero possibly injured. You're now looking back. Obviously, now Tanganga's gone. Sanchez's gone. You've now got Phillips and Eric Dyer. Now, Eric Dyer hasn't been a match day squad yet. Are you surprised by that, Rob, that uh, the experienced players there, you know, Dyer was very much Conte's man, and there was apparently the group of Lloris and Dyer and Kane. Have you interested to see effectively all three now sort of gone, at the moment anyway? Yeah, because it's timing, isn't it? And obviously, this is one of the... Parts of being an expert in the, in the transfer windows and the great teams again, the great teams do well in these transfer windows. Brian Clough, if you keep replaying the tapes, it was all about buying good players. Mm. He, he didn't talk about his coaching. It was you know when he bought Trevor France, he got Peter Shilton. You know he mm. he went and got the spine of the team. Um, our spine at the moment, the spine of the team in history of football has always got to be, and that's got to be great. All great teams have a great spine. And at the moment, centre-back, keeper's new, mm-hmm. looks all right. Centre-back, not quite there yet, are we? Midfield, Basuma, if he counts on like this, will be. And we haven't got Gary Kane anymore. So I don't think our spine is where it needs to be. The spine of this team, we need an absolute world-class centre-back and we need a world-class forward. Mm. Now, if you're saying someone's the forward, okay, we'll go, I'll buy that. Okay, and I'll buy Basuma. I'll buy him in centre midfield if you want, or Bentacle when he comes back. But I, I'm I'm okay with him. But at the moment, keeper and centre back, I'm not. It's not world class, is it? It's not international class. Apart from Romero, obviously Romero is, but but we need two of them. I mean, you can't rely on one. Yeah, 
Uh, Darren, do you, do you agree with do you agree with Rob there again? Oh, I can't believe what is happening tonight. Have you have you been? Is it hot out there, Rob? Have you been in the sun or something? <laughs> well, I'm just trying to get in a heady. This shows you. This shows you that it's him. Dis- it's, it's he disagrees with me, and I don't disagree with him. You see, because we get along. Mate, when I speak first, I'll, we get. Oh no, it's the yeah. other way around, isn't it? Yeah, finally. When he speaks first, I disagree. Sixty odd years of life, you finally talking some sense. I mean, it's quite unbelievable. <laughs> Mike, um, Mike yeah. technically got this right tonight. He's making me speak first, and you come second. But let's spin it around, Mike, because I'd like to follow Rockman now in the next part of the show. Oh, uh, yeah, I think we have. I think we have. Um, yeah, you've got to remember we got Benton Cole to come back. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know him to come back. So I think we're right in midfield. You know, we got we got to get over now. This whole Harry Kane thing, well, it's gone. It's yeah. over. You know, every club we move on. We move on from every player. Every club loses them, and maybe now we're more of a team than we were when we had Harry Kane. Yeah, I mean, I can promise you so one much. thing. I can guarantee you one thing. We will not win any fewer trophies in the next 10 years than we won in the last 10 years with Harry Kane. That yeah, I can yeah, promise you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely right. Well, look, gentlemen, it's been a great show. Uh, it's been a very positive, uh, upbeat show. Uh, thanks uh, for coming on. Uh, next week, we have on the show, we've got a couple of writers. Dan Friedman has got a new book out. Dan's back. Paolo Hewitt returns on the show and marketing book guru Jay Pushkin returns. That's next week on the Spurs show. Don't forget Patreon. Uh, if you want to get a daily uh, new show every single day at midday, drops into your inbox with all the latest going on at Tottenham. Check that out. And also, it'd be lovely to see some of you down in central London on Wednesday, September the 27th, with that great night coming up with Gary Mabbott. Uh, hopefully join us then. Rob, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck in Saudi. Darren, thank you for coming along tonight. Thank you for everyone at home. Until next time, come on, you Spurs. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.